Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. Have you really been wanting to cook more from home and to try to start eliminating processed foods from your home, but it feels like such a struggle? You get busy with life. You get busy taking kids to and from different places, and then you find yourself resorting back to eating out or to grabbing quick processed foods. And it's something that it just feels like this habit that you are stuck in that you cannot get out of. I have been there before, and I want to share with you today my favorite way to make sure that I am cooking consistently from home. Let's get started. Hi friend, do you dream of having a garden but you don't know where to start? Do you want to switch to more natural products but feel overwhelmed by all the options? Do you believe that a holistic lifestyle would help your special needs kiddo but you're daunted by all the information out there? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast where you will learn how to work towards your dream for homesteading, gardening, and holistic living in small, simple steps that won't overwhelm you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a wife, Jesus follower, and mom to some amazing kids. As some of my kids began experiencing health struggles and developmental delays, I decided it was time to switch to a holistic lifestyle. I quickly became stressed out and burnt out, feeling like I needed to change everything at once. I finally realized that I had to start making one small change at a time, then build from there. I learned to walk this holistic journey in a way that works for me and my family without stress or overwhelm or constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough. If you're ready to hear from another mama who understands what it's like to have no time and who can help you make changes towards better health for your family in a way that works for your specific life, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in your earbuds, reheat your coffee for the third time, and let's do this. All right, friends, I'm actually going to do a little bit of a series, I guess, of a few different episodes really revolving around cooking from home, building up our pantries, really working to make sure that we are successful in this area and in this desire to give our family real foods. It can be such a struggle. I feel like it's very counterculture to not rely on heavily processed foods, on quick foods, on convenience foods. And so it does sometimes feel like we're fighting this uphill battle. You know, we're busy. We're taking care of our kids. We are running them different places. We're trying to clean our home. We're trying to make sure we have time for our marriage as well. All of these things. And a lot of times it feels like this idea of spending hours in the kitchen is just not feasible. And I will say, a lot of us, it's not feasible. And so we really have to get creative and be very consistent in what we do to make sure that if we don't have hours to spend in the kitchen, we still find a way to give our family foods that we feel good about. And I've had those seasons of life where it was just a struggle and I did find myself, we would be eating out more than I wanted to, or I found myself giving the kids more processed foods than I wanted to. And I really had to start to figure out a way, how can I make it to where our lifestyle is not this kind of food? Now, do we have those foods on occasion? Absolutely. Are there times when we still may grab something and eat out? Yes. But that is not the norm. That is not something we do on a weekly basis. Keeping lots of convenience, processed snacks and foods in our home is not something we do on a, on a weekly basis now. I look at my pantry now and mostly what I have are ingredients because I cook our foods, but it has not always been that way. And so how do we get to that point where we can still feed our family well, but not feel like we have to spend half of our life in the kitchen because a lot of times we don't have that kind of time to give. So I want to go over with you three different tips that I have found to be really helpful in this area. 
Number one is that we just have to decide in advance and decide, is this a value that we hold as a family? This may take sitting down and talking with your spouse because really not having your spouse on board can be very difficult because they, if you decide, hey, I don't want to be grabbing these quick processed foods or I don't want to be eating out all the time, but they are not on the same page as you, you may find yourself really starting to feel resistance from them. And so if you can explain to them why you have these health goals, you want to help your child who's really struggling with focus, who's really struggling with whatever it is that you are having your child struggling with. Maybe you're struggling with low energy and you feel like the quality of food you're putting in your body is not helping then what is it that is really important to you? I think figuring out why does this matter to me and then communicating that to those in your family that are you're able to have that conversation with. Obviously, with several of my kids, now it's just our lifestyle, but with several of them at that time, I could not have a conversation with them for them to understand why I was cutting out processed foods. I just had to do it in a way that slowly transitioned them to where it became our new normal. But having a conversation with my spouse so he could understand was very important. That way we were not basically at odds with one another because we weren't on the same page. And I think when we can get to the real deep reason why we have this desire and we can communicate that to our spouse that can really help them to understand where we're coming from. And I think it really helps us to be consistent with it because we understand it's more than just this area of like, oh, I feel bad if I don't, of coming from a place of guilt. But instead, it's coming from a place where you want something to be better. You have a desire for better health for your child. You have a desire for more energy for yourself. Whatever the thing may be for you, I think coming from that place is very, very beneficial. So, I also think when I say decide in advance, obviously, yes, decide why you want to do it in advance. Get down to that really deep why for you and your family. Communicate with your spouse. But then also you need to decide what meals you want to keep in advance as well. What I like to do with this, I know some people love to do weekly meal plannings, monthly meal plannings. If that's your thing, go for it. It is not really for me. It's not what I enjoy doing. I prefer to keep a list of like 10 to 12 meals that change by the seasons that I just keep the ingredients for those meals in my pantry at all times and we just keep those meals on rotation and then I obviously will because I like variety. um, I will throw in new recipes here and there as I have time. But for me, instead of having to sit down every week and plan out what we're going to have for the week, and then I'm never going to stick with that meal plan anyways, because this is who I am as a person. I'm very like fly by the seat of my pants. Let's just wing this thing. And and maybe today I don't feel like what I decided on Sunday was going to sound good on, on Tuesday, whatever. It's just not my personality. So what I've found is just, hey, 10 to 12 meals in the spring, we have this. I sat down, I figure out, okay, these are the things we're going to do but I want some new variety. So here are our three or four new recipes that I might try as well when I have time. And that's what works well for me. And then I just keep those ingredients stocked in my pantry. So I'm never having to necessarily figure out, oh, do I have what I even need to make this meal? And because this is what sounded good, but I don't think I have the ingredients. I don't want to have to mess with that. I don't want to have to mess with meal planning. I just want to know, hey, this is what kind of sounds good. I know I have the ingredients because I keep them in my pantry all the time. I grocery shop around with those ingredients and we just decide that's what we're going to eat and that's what I make. And then, like I said, 
mix in those new recipes as you're able to give you some variety. Number two for me would be to always have some quick options available for when life happens. So figure out, because life is going to happen, you're not going to be able to necessarily spend every evening cooking dinner. So figure out what are some quick options that you feel good about keeping in your pantry. For me, I have frozen gluten-free pizza crust. I can roll that out and quickly make a pizza for everyone. That's an option that works well for me and my family. Some other things I love to, like I've mentioned before, I will make extras of things. So I made a giant pot of soup um, last weekend, actually, and I froze a bunch of it in some small, like, serving size containers. So now if we, if nothing else, if we needed to pull out some of those containers of soup, we could eat that very quickly and have a quick meal option. And just different things like that. So what is it? We have gluten-free dinosaur nuggets and french fries. Those are the things that we have that I'm okay with if it's like a, we have nothing else. We haven't planned ahead, but I would rather not run through the drive-thru or run through and grab something that I don't feel good about us eating. But I know I have these quick, quick options available and ready to go. Pasta is another great option I think of. So I have gluten-free pasta. I always have ground beef that I have already browned in advance so I can just quickly pull it out. It will thaw very, very quickly and I can make some kind of pasta as well. Just making sure that you have these options because life is going to happen. You are going to need something. So setting yourself up in for success by just planning ahead a little bit, I find to be extremely, extremely helpful in staying on the goal of cooking from home. Number three would actually be keeping a well-stocked stocked pantry. And I kind of touched on this a little bit with number one, but if I already know, hey, these are the 10 to 12 meals I'm going to use. These are the ingredients I need for them. And I keep that in my pantry all the time. This is going to prevent any kind of excuses or, you know, a last minute trip to the store or anything like that. And the good thing about this is, yes, it prevents the excuses. It's going to prevent me from having to run to the store. But also it's going to save me money because the less I'm in the store, I, I don't, maybe it's just me, but when I go in the store, I always end up buying more than what I went for. I always see something on sale or I see this or I think, oh, we probably need some more of that. And so I end up spending more money. And what I've really tried to go to and I've been doing for the last several months is mostly grocery shopping just once a month. And I do get like some fresh fruits and vegetables about halfway through the month. But other than that, I really try to just do it once a month because I have found when I can stay out of the grocery store, <laughs> I spend less money. So the great thing is, yeah, you're not going to have to worry about saying, okay, well, we don't have anything for dinner because you're going to have those quick options as a backup and you have a well-stocked pantry. So it makes no sense for you to take the time to run in and get some kind of food from a restaurant that's going to take you just as long to quickly pull something out of your freezer or to pull something together very quickly. And also it's going to save you money, which is amazing. And I have just found being very real realistic with myself about what my family does actually eat has been very beneficial in this area as well. So yeah, take baby steps because Sure, I can think, okay, well, we were eating all these processed foods. Now I'm going to cut all of them out and I'm just going to make everything from scratch. Well, most likely I probably will get very overwhelmed with that and end up giving up. So start small, like I say in everything. Start with one thing. Start with one area. Maybe instead of deciding what you're going to eat for the entire month for all meals, you start with just dinner. Maybe that's what works really well for you. 
plan out 10 to 12 dinners and then decide from there. Or maybe you want to start with, hey, what are some quick options that I can work on right now that I can keep on hand so that we're not having to resort to going and eating fast food or something like that whenever it feels like we don't have the time. I think just start small and really be realistic about what your family does like to eat. Because if you start planning all of this stuff and these kind of crazy recipes that no one has ever tried or they don't probably don't like or it's ingredients that they're not used to, it's probably going to be very difficult to keep up with that. I think start with where you're at. Start with foods that you know your family loves, with recipes you know your family loves that you feel comfortable making. Make those on your list of 10 to 12 and then branch out once you've gotten into a really good rhythm of feeling like you're actually comfortable and consistently cooking from home. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. I would love to hear from you. What is one of your favorite meals to cook from home? I'm always looking for new recipes. I love, I'm a very creative person, but more in the area of like, making things and I love to make homemade like health and beauty products and I love cooking new recipes so I am always looking for new recipes to try so if you have a favorite recipe come join us actually over in our Facebook community you can actually find us at bit.ly slash motherhood community come hang out with us over there and share with us one of your favorite recipes I will see you guys back next time and I hope you have a wonderful week Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who is wanting to live more holistically without the overwhelm? Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. It blesses and encourages me to know that this show is helping you. All right, friends, it's time for me to go work in the garden and make some homemade bone broth. I will see you back next week.